Hey Poppies, welcome to Art Poppy, your essential podcast in art and the creative industry during quarantine. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for your support. And if you're new, hi, we're so glad to have you here listening. We have a great episode for you today. First off, we're sorry we didn't upload last Wednesday. The world just felt extra crazy last week and we just weren't able to record. So today we wanted to give you all an update on how we've been handling everything while still creating, working, and making sense out of our everyday lives. I was reading this BBC article um, that mentioned what California has done to really help you know, keep everyone safe. And just to go over a quick overview, we'll definitely mention this in the show notes. Um, the state acted early with shelter in place and We've been quarantining like 40 days plus <laughs> in our house. Like, you know, it's been rough to say the least. Uh, the authorities took it seriously. Um, there was no like gaslighting. It was just straight facts. Like people are dying. Let's minimize the impact as much as possible. And you can see based on like some of these charts near the top there versus New York State versus California. Um, one of the factors that they mention is that, of course, New York is so much more dense and a lot of people use more the subway. So people are just like way closer together versus everyone in California who drives everywhere, right? Everyone's so spread out. But, you know, we've managed to die way less as <laughs> Californians. It's so, um, great that, you know, it's, it's really the only reason that I can see we've been able to mitigate some of the spread of the disease is because we're so spread out as a state. Uh, Beaches, beaches, (laughs) beaches and hiking trails are closed. Besides Huntington Beach, Joe and I were driving down the other day um, to shooting near Laguna and people in Huntington Beach were like, ow, people riding their bikes. There's people like in little spots on the beach, everyone was just out. It's crazy. Um, but like, a lot of places are still closed. Like two weeks ago, or maybe three at this point, I don't know. I went um, some places in Griffith. You could still get in through like the back, but now they have uh, police there to stop everyone. So in general, LA County is extremely um, serious about it, which I think is important. I'm happy that we're taking it seriously and being nerds about it. It's better. Yeah. yeah, I think we've really, you know, helped keep a lot of people safe and by just staying home and only going out when you need to, you know. It's not like we can't go out. We can still get groceries and take drives. Um, it's just, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so different when this is all over. You know, like, I don't know if life will ever return to normal. Um, there's so much misinformation out there and a website that I've found recently that I really liked is called motherjones.com. It's all like, you know, audience supported journalism, a big chunk of how they make their money. And I really enjoyed a lot of their articles. They were just, they're really well written and just straight facts. It was really nice to trust this news source. It's very, it's so rare nowadays where you can like really say that. There is a lot of misinformation about coronavirus. And I think, a lot of the reason is that people want to know so badly and that every 
next thing sounds even crazier than the one before. And nobody wants to like not believe the craziest thing they've heard because if it's true, it's better to have just believed it and acted accordingly. Um, mm-hmm. But it definitely can feel um, destabilizing, I guess, because so many people I've heard, I've just heard so many different things and theories um, about what's going on. But one thing that's definitely true is that staying home works. So what's been helping you stay sane or not sane or whatever you want to talk about? Um, I guess, I mean, I have not felt in particularly sane recently. Uh, <laughs> quarantine is crazy. I Initially, because I work from home, I was very much of the mind that like, this isn't that different from how I usually live. Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time at home anyway, but it is actually very different because Mm -hmm. by being able to leave my house, I was able to create a schedule, like just some semblance of a schedule. Uh, Or like I knew that I would like go to a coffee shop for like two, four hours, get some work done. Um, see Mm -hmm. friends, spend time outside. Uh, it was like, you know, it's like a treat to be home and it's still a treat to be home. I love my house very much, my apartment, but I think that I'm, I'm finally realizing that this is very different than what I was doing before. This is all very different for everyone. And I need to create a new schedule that, works for this scheduleless existence. So I don't know. I wouldn't say that anything has been keeping me particularly sane mm-hmm. um, because I haven't been feeling particularly sane, but definitely um, talking to friends, working, uh, meditating helps, of course. So, and I think that those are all just semblances of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you meditate? A lot of different ways. Sometimes I just meditate like by dancing, just being for me, meditation is um, being present with my thoughts where my body is. So letting my mind kind of wander, but always keeping it in the, in the present moment. And, or sometimes it's also sitting down or laying down and meditating. Um, I always listen to guided meditations often. Just now I went and meditated on my roof, which consisted of me laying on my back and like with my eyes closed for like 20 minutes, no idea what happened. Um, and I danced around, uh, I did some yoga, saw some pigeons, um, laid there some more. It's nice to be, it's interesting how it's, I've, I've really missed being alone outside. Something about being on my roof where no one else is feels so, um, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a different type of solitude when you very different from being in my apartment alone, you know? Um, yeah, but meditating helps and, it's I, I meditate all different kinds of ways, um, but typically through guided meditations or when I'm doing yoga. That's awesome. Yeah. I think so many other people can do that too. So many people can benefit from just practicing more mindfulness and meditation. Yeah, yeah. because when you're 
I found, because like I'm a very social person, I'm really talkative, I enjoy sharing thoughts and ideas and talking to other human beings, just like most people do. And living alone, uh, it's really hard to get that interaction. So I think what one of my issues was, uh, was that spending all this time alone, I still crave being wanting to talk to people. So instead, my thoughts would just go bananas. Um, because I still have all these thoughts I want to share. Um, but there's just no one really to talk to them about in person. So my thoughts were just constantly flowing and through my head without really any, um, outlet for them. Mm -hmm. So I think just being aware of that is helpful. I, I think a lot of it really comes back to awareness of where you are, why you are, why you're in this place. Um, and just focusing on the little things, like maybe you're not going to feel completely stellar today, but you could probably do something to feel a little better than you currently do, whether that's drinking water or looking out the window or going outside, um, taking a nap, watching a TV show, eating, you know, like just trying to um, have realistic expectations for what this time is going to be like. Mm-hmm. Um, or no expectations is probably, probably yeah. better. Yeah. What about you? I think just to build upon what you're saying, it's really taking it one day at a time. You can't, I've personally have been able to really, I'm like, I can't think about tomorrow. I can't think about a week, six months, a year from now, because no. it's just so uncertain at this point that it's just better to think in 24, 48 hour intervals mm-hmm. of, this is my life now and just kind of waking up every day and choosing today to just, just be more in the moment. And yeah. Yeah. I really like what you said about choosing today. That's very important and not something that we often get to do. Mm-hmm. Like every day really is like, you have to choose it because it's the day you're going to have regardless. So, uh, and you don't really know what that day is going to be like, and it's going to be, very much the same, but also extremely different from the day before. So just be present and enjoy the little things. Yeah, definitely. You have to enjoy the little things. I think that like I kind of lost a little bit of prioritizing, enjoying the little things because it's just, I mean, this is a hard and it's harder to enjoy small things Mm -hmm. when there's um, something kind of looming over. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, when we saw each other yesterday for the first time in 40 years, <laughs> it was, I, I, it was so fun going home after that, like around midnight and crawling into bed. And like, I just physically exerted myself mentally, physically, creatively, like I gave it everything I had. And by the end of the day, I was like, I was done and I knew I had given it everything. And that is so addicting and right now I just I want more of that and I want to just give it everything and like especially now when we have so much energy we have so much I felt like I've just been kind of like cruising this mm-hmm. entire you know and like really pushing to really understand myself during this time I think lots of old feelings lots of really old things come up and you have they yeah. come to the you have to deal with them um, yeah. and you can ignore what you're feeling 
or you can, you know, face it and like learn from it, grow from it. And it's that need for always like constant improvement is just like embedded in my bones. And I read that app CoStar and it had like this really uh, good one today that maybe I'll just read if it's okay. Oh my God. Yeah, do it. Um, and I feel like this, this is everyone, you know, I, anyone who wants to be better, even in this like really shitty time, it's, it's even more important to just stay mentally strong because everywhere you look, things are just like breaking down, you know, and I can't give in to that like hopelessness. And I think right now I can just feel myself doubling down in spirit to remain hopeful. And it's, it's like the only thing we have at the end of the day, even five years ago, 10 years ago, like we're just hoping, you know, and I think right now it's just even, it's a more intense hope that things will be better soon. So this is called self-respect. Your Pluto and Scorpio could be the reason for your merciless introspection. Your mind being as sharp as an ice pick gives you the power to face uncomfortable feelings over and over until life becomes a process that makes you fearless, flexible, and able to play. You store the experience of your experiences of your life in every scar. Um, and that last sentence is so weirdly specific to me because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I used to self-harm and I don't anymore, but there's a point when I did. And wow. it's just, uh, you know, you, this is just like another battle scar. You know, we lived through COVID. It's like the coolest yeah. time right now. Yeah. I haven't been looking at, I don't know, the past four or five days. I just haven't really cared to look on anything, like get any insight from anything other than myself. I felt this, um, like very, I don't know, strong, but quiet intuition to go into myself to figure out what I need and, uh, what's going on and just, really trying to be present, but listen to my flow, I guess. I felt Mm -hmm. like, I felt like my flow is erratic, but it's not. Um, I just haven't been going with it. Like I've been second guessing myself and not trusting what I need and what I want. And that makes me feel like, um, my existence is sort of more erratic than not, but that's not actually the case. I think that if I would just listen to myself, um, it would feel a lot smoother. So that's, that's what I'm trying to work towards now. And of course, like with me, I love that. Oh, good. (laughs) I hope so. I hope, I hope it's right. (laughs) Um, you know, I think it all just, it's always going to come in waves. Like, human emotions, everything we go through, it's always usually some kind of bell curve eventually, um, waning and waxing. We're always going to be flowing in some, some way. We're never going to be stagnant or remain the same. And it's important to just accept each nuance of how you feel and where life is going. Um, and really just remain, try your hardest to remain centered Mm -hmm. and grounded with yourself. Yeah. And sometimes that means, I think for me, sometimes being grounded with myself means feeling completely 
ungrounded because that's where I am right now. It's, I think it's just about really accepting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously everybody knows like acceptance is the first step yeah. to like, anything, but, um, yeah, just accepting that we're living this reality. And yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you know, in the face of all this adversity in your own ways, you know, it doesn't have to be big, huge milestone achievements. It could just be, you know, making it through, your morning or you know making yeah. a nice meal or playing with your dog like it's just really little things that make you feel good so uh if everyone if you guys could just send us a voice message and tell us what you're doing to stay inspired and safe we would love that and we can go through them on the next episode uh, stay safe stay home and stay popping bitches 